0: I'm Mike Breen, Public Awareness Officer for the American Mathematical Society, and I'm talking with Hamsa Balakrishnan, who is an associate professor at MIT. She's in the Aeronautics and Astronautics Department, and we're talking about the research she's done into shortening runway cues. So, Hamsa, can you tell us about that research and, and the math involved?
1: Sure. Uh, So this research really goes all the way from building models from data to going ahead and uh, testing some of these in actual operational environments at the airport. So If you think about the kind of math involved, the challenge really is that there's so much uncertainty in uh, what goes on at the airport. For example, if you take the runway and you think about the rate at which aircraft can leave the runway, it can depend on what the weather is like, what the wind direction or speeds are, what the types of aircraft that need to take off from that runway are, and so on. So what we would like to do is right now the limiting factor if you think about what prevents us from having you know a thousand aircraft taking off in uh, the next hour from an airport uh, it's that you need to uh, maintain some separation between these aircraft for safety and the separation that you need to maintain which determines the capacity of the runway really depends on all these other factors If we don't really plan the rate at which aircraft get to the runway properly, then all the aircraft do is to just wait at the runway, waiting their turn to take off. So in this work, what we do is we use initially a lot of ideas from probability to understand how different factors affect the rate at which aircraft can take off from a runway. And then what we want to do is to plan accordingly. So once we can predict what is likely to happen, and this can be a probabilistic prediction, right? It can say that I think it's going to be the mean might be 10 aircraft in the next 15 minutes, but really somewhere between 8 and 12, let's say. And then what we want to do is to decide what is the rate at which aircraft should leave their gates so that they get to the runways at the right rate in order for them to be able to take off without waiting too long.
0: So you gathered that data and made the models and then you tested them and they did pretty well.
1: They did. So um, what we found is that at several of these airports, the predictions we can take historical data and see how good our predictions are. And we can usually get the predictions of the throughput in the next 15 minutes to, you know, plus minus a couple of minutes. But the important thing really is that we, our models also tell us what that confidence interval, how uncertain those predictions are. And then we can come up with the algorithms that say, here's the rate at which you have to release aircraft to get there. And we've tested those in over a couple of years at uh, Boston Airport. And uh, we find that Sometimes in a place like Boston where you have some periods of congestion, uh, you only hold aircraft back at their gates for you know, less than an additional five minutes. But this is enough to actually keep pressure on the runway, keep aircraft taking off nominally, not add any additional delays, and yet have significant savings in uh, fuel burn.
0: Yes, yeah, those of us that are civilians, you know, it's kind of aggravating for us when we're just sitting in that long line. But for airlines, it's very important in terms of fuel costs.
1: That, that, that's right. So it turns out that the, the time that you spend waiting really is, uh, nobody likes it. Passengers don't like it because you're not doing it. It can add delay because of congestion and gridlock. The airlines don't like it because it's expensive, because of the fuel that's being burnt. And it's really not nice for people who live around the airport either, because there are air quality impacts, you know, environmental impacts from this as well.
0: Now, you mentioned you also have to consider not having the runway just be empty.
1: That's exactly right. And that's why being able to predict the uncertainty as well is important because if you it's almost like Goldilocks. If you predict two lower capacity, then you're going to end up spending a long time unnecessarily waiting at the runway. If you end up predicting too high a capacity, then you're holding people back for no reason and just adding delay to the system. So you need to get it just right. So the challenge really is to use the data to figure out what is the right number of aircraft to have so that I can keep using the runway and yet not have too long a queue.
0: Are there any particular research goals you set for yourself? Is there any particular issues you're looking at right now?
1: I think there is a couple of things. One is, as we look forward, we are going to have technology where there's so much more data sharing that I think the idea would be, well, if you have a better estimate of when two hours from now the airline knows, what the likely time at which it, if aircraft might be ready to leave the gate is, can you start using that and predicting further ahead so that you can tell people that you're going to need to be you know held at the gate? Uh, further down, right so uh, trying to see if we can increase the predictability of the system and that 's certainly one direction we 're uh, interested in, we 're we're actively pursuing. the other is the broader question of how this uh, works uh, system wide the reason we 're really interested in fixing problems at a single airport is that when you have a lot of delays in and congestion at one airport, it's not that it operates in isolation. Flights out of that airport that are delayed are going to go to a different airport, get delayed there, and so on. And, you know, anybody who's traveled realizes that these things spread through the entire system. So another aspect of the research is really to understand how these things propagate. So what is the phenomenon that drives the spread of delays in the system, and then, of course, using that to come up with better predictions of what air traffic delays would be like because of something. You know, it's bad weather in New York now. What are delays in California going to look like uh, later this afternoon?
0: So, i Is there anything else you'd like to add about this topic about what you've done?
1: No. It's just said it's very exciting, and it's been a lot of fun uh, to bring. Combine rigorous uh, mathematical techniques, but at the same time to solve real-world problems.
0: All right. So uh, thank you very much. That's Hamsa Balakrishnan, who is an associate professor of aeronautics and astronautics at MIT. Hamsa, thanks very much for your time and talking with us.
1: Thanks a lot, Mike. My pleasure.